You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Nam, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. Good morning. Good morning, Rabbi. We're, uh, we're in the eighth chapter of the Tomer Devorah. We began it last week, uh, and we're going to hopefully uh, um, uh, conclude it, the eighth chapter this week. We're on, um, in the English, page 100 and uh, probably 111 is where we'll start, and page 148 in the, in the Hebrew, Kuf Mem Chet. In Hebrew, we'll probably actually begin on Kuf Mem Tet. Uh, and just summarize what we uh, looked at at Kufmem Chet. But the issue here, um, again, like all the uh, chapters in the Tomer Devor, each one is going to outline uh, 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 one or several of the uh, Sfirot, of the uh, Kabbalistic uh, uh, conceptions of, of divine attributes, and, uh, and say how a human being can emulate those attributes. So here, in this chapter, we have the attributes of Netzach, Hod, and Yesod, is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, Netzach is, uh, is eternity, Hod is uh, splendor, or he translates it as majesty. Uh, Jacob's translates it as majesty. So splendor, or excuse me, eternity, majesty, and foundation. Um, and the question is, how can a person... Um, uh, emulate those, uh, those qualities. And the first thing uh, that, uh, that Cordovero suggests um, is, uh, is, is that there are um, ways in which um, we, can com- we can emulate both Netzach and Hod in combination with each other, eternity and, and majesty or splendor in combination with each other. And there are ways in which we can uh, emulate them uh, more uh, individually, in an isolated way. Uh, and one way uh, he suggests that we can uh, emulate those qualities uh, in, uh, in, in concert is through, um, is through supporting Torah study. Now, we, um, if you recall, we had a, a chapter or two ago um, talked about the value of actually engaging in Torah study as one way of emulating the divine. So that's not what he's talking about here. What he's talking about is supporting others who are engaged in Torah study. We had a really, I think, fascinating conversation last week about you know, what, what Cordovero had. There's room at the table, if you'd like. Right here. Uh, we had a really, I think, fascinating conversation last week as to what, what Cordovero uh, perhaps had in mind when he was talking about supporting Torah study. Because if you look at the uh, uh, list of things here, it really does... Uh, kind of give you the the uh, the image of you know uh, yeshiva buchers who um, who sit around learning all day every day, uh, and what he what it sounds like he's suggesting here is that you really support uh, should support their work. Um, you really should support uh, people who do that, and that in some ways makes uh, makes many of us uncomfortable given the current state of affairs uh, in in Israel where. Uh, where the state of Israel does, uh, in some ways, follow that advice. Uh, it's it's quite possible, um, and uh, and and uh, it's um, a subject of much controversy, both uh, in the American Jewish community and the Israeli community, as to whether the government should really be in the first of all in the business of uh, 
of uh, subsidizing Torah study um, at the level it does, and um, especially considering when you compare it to uh, the other activities that the government uh, subsidizes or doesn't subsidize, uh, and also the exemption that yeshiva students have uh, from uh, from military military service, which no other um, Israeli youngster uh, receives. Uh, and so, so it raises, uh, in our context, it raises, I think, some really uh, challenging, this text raises some really challenging questions. Um, I'm not sure, it, I mean, if, if it's at all possible for us to kind of um, uh, leave behind our world for a second and enter into this world, because I don't think that that's the context that he's imagined. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if he really actually envisioned a, a, a scenario where, uh, where all people would do or could do every day is, uh, is, is study Torah. But I do think that there is, there has always been a sense. And if you go and ask the, those folks uh, at the um, yeshiva in Israel, what they're doing and why it's okay for them to be exempted from military service, what they will say is that, uh, is that what they are doing, studying Torah and spending time studying Torah, um, protects Israel in a different way. There, there's the military way of protecting Israel, and then there's the spiritual way of protecting Israel. And I do think that there is an element of that in what Cordovero is suggesting here. I think what, I think what he's suggesting is that there is a, um, uh, a, a, a mystical repair to the world that happens when people are engaged wholeheartedly in Torah study. That something about the fabric of the cosmos is improved when people are engaged in Torah study. Um, and if you don't like it in the mystical realm... Um, Then I think it's I think it's possible to uh, to consider that um, in 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 the realm of let's say liberal arts education right? or even Jewish study generally, right? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, certainly we're asked right. to support uh, JTS, AJU, right. uh, Yeshiva University. You know, they, I don't think anybody was suggesting there's anything wrong in that context. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think that that's you know an, another dimension to it, which, you know, which is um, that uh, that that there is there is value added to our community and to the world by people uh, um, engaged seriously uh, and committedly to the the study of sacred text. Um, that uh, that that it, that it is uh, um, that it's strengthening. Uh, in in many ways, right? It doesn't have potentially a um, a utility in the sense of you know um, an engineering uh, a program, right? Um, uh, but it's uh, it, it does have a utility in the sense that it does um, uh, uh, intellectually and spiritually strengthen the community, and I think that that's what he's getting at. So he spends a paragraph talking about all the different ways in which um, a person could uh, support the learning of others. And uh, I guess I should mention Gratz College also, so that's on your recording. Yeah, <laughs> plug. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why not? Also, other Philadelphia institutions, the Reconstructionist Rabbinical College. And, all right. So, um, so he says at the bottom of page Kuf Memchet Sof Davar Kol Mashi Arbeb Bazel Lechabed Hatorah Lachzika B'Dibor B'Gufo B'Mamono L'Orer Lev Habriot Al Hatorah Sheit Chazkuba. Okay, the, the end of the matter 
is that anybody who uh, um, increases in this to uh, to honor Torah and to strengthen it um, in, uh, in 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 speech and in, in body and in, in uh, monetary compensation. Right? If you if you uh, if you give physical support, if you give financial support to these kind of institutions, right, to um, to inspire the hearts of people uh, toward studying Torah, that they should be strengthened through it. All of these um, are linked to and rooted in the two sirot of Netzach and Hod. Because they're called um, uh, those who um, uh, support it and hold fast to it. If you are um, catching the language there that's uh, taken from uh, a familiar passage from the book of Proverbs, which we recite every time there's a Torah service. It's Chaim Hila Machazikim Ba Betomcheha Meushar. Right? That uh, the Torah is a tree of life to those who hold fast to it. Machazikim Ba. Right? Betomcheha, uh, all who support it or uphold it, Meushar are happy. Right? And now the next paragraph. Od Sarich, and this is another issue. Od Sarich Osek Batorah Shilomad Mikol Adam. Okay, a different subject, but uh, not only should we, uh, uh, is a, not only is a manner of emulating God supporting institutions of Torah study and those who are studying Torah, but also that you should know that, uh, that if you are studying Torah or the institutions of Torah study that you are supporting in, con- uh, in consonance with uh, this teaching um, should be those that enable the student or enable you to learn from all people. Right, that's a, that's a, from Pirkei Avot. Who is the wise person? The one who learns from everybody. As a, he quotes uh, the book of Psalms. Right? Um, from, uh, from, uh, from, all, uh, um, from all my teachers have I received understanding. Because the Torah can never be completed, can never be fulfilled through one teacher. And when a person uh, makes himself in, or herself into a student of everyone, he or she merits to be a chariot for eternity and splendor uh, to, the, to the study of the divine. I love that image, that a person who learns from everybody enables themselves to be a chariot for these values. And it's something that I actually was surprised to see here, surprised to learn. Uh, but it's a, it's a fantastic uh, uh, teaching and lesson, right? That, that, that um, yes, you should have a, a, a teacher that is uh, your Rav uh, Mufchak, uh, right? your, your go-to uh, rabbi, right? But you shouldn't limit yourself to one rabbi because shivim panim la Torah, right? The, the Torah has infinite faces and it's impossible to know and to understand Torah if you only learn from one person. Because the, you learn from seventy people, you'll get eighty-five opinions, right? And and that's good. That's a good thing. That's how you. That's that's how you uh, incorporate and assimilate all that Torah has to offer. That's how you form your own opinion because you see the range of possibilities out there. You can uh, you have in in your own body a marketplace of ideas, and then you become a chariot. I love that image. A chariot for these values. And it enables, this is where, uh, uh, it enables the 
uh, uh, Torah to uh, to reach you um, uh, on the level of Tiferet, which uh, in the divine schema is the next level up, the next highest level. You can ascend to a, a, a higher spiritual level. Right? And when you uh, sit and learn in this way, you can uh, merit to have Tiferet, this higher virtue, come down uh, to, uh, to, uh, a, uh, to a lower level. In other words, you can have a higher virtue of God, a higher aspect of God, pour into the world. He's going to ex- explain what, what this means. Okay, so the way that this works is that if you learn scripture, if you learn Tanakh, which in the Kabbalistic system is, is metaphorized by the right hand of God. And if you, then you learn, um, uh, uh, which, which, by the way, is, uh, is, uh, corresponds to Netzach, the, the value of uh, eternity. And if you learn uh, Mishnah, which in the Kabbalistic schema is the left hand of God, right, which corresponds to Hod, to uh, splendor or majesty. Right? So you're learning on kind of both sides of the cosmic spectrum, if you will, if you learn both of those things. And then if you learn Gemara, which combines scripture and Mishnah, then you bring those two virtues together. You bring those two values together um, and it uh, enabled because because what the Gemara does is it has the, the law from the Mishnah and then it says, okay, you know, what's the proof of that law? Where does the Mishnah get that law? And then it will bring a verse from Scripture to prove it or argue against it. Well, the Gemara is, the, is a synthesis of these values. Right, so the Gemara here, he's suggesting, is both, both literally and metaphorically a way in which we combine uh, um, all aspects of the, of the divine. I mean, if you think about it in, in, a, in a different sort of way, right, uh, Mishnah is the embodiment of, um, of uh, Torah Shabbat al-Peh the oral Torah that, uh, that according to tradition was given to Moses at Sinai, and Mikra is the embodiment of Torah Shebikhtav, right? uh, the, uh, the written Torah that according to tradition was given to Moses at Sinai. So what Gemara does, what Talmud does, is it attempts to synthesize and unify those two Torahs. Right? And in that sense, uh, if you think of those two Torahs having been given to Moses as two separate entities at Sinai, being a bifurcation of the divine revelation, the Gemara brings them back together. Right? And so what he's paint, the image he's painting here is that the study of Torah is, uh, in this way, the study of Gemara, rather, in this way, unifies the, div- the divine, right? in, in a sense, perfects the world brings creation together, brings creation to fulfillment and completion. That's a repair of both of them together. There, 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 there is a paragraph break here, so uh, why don't we stop here for today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.